exciting The audience will stop and cheer So delighting It will run for 50 years So exciting The audience will stop and cheer So delighting It will run for 50 Welcome to the Not Guilty Podcast This is the podcast where three friends discuss critically or culturally panned movies that one of us loves even though the world tells us not to this week's episode is entitled moulin rouge one we're talking about moulin rouge starring ewan mcgregor nicole kidman and the beloved john leguizamo Oh, it's good to be back. It's good to be back. Episode Rogue One. Uh, my name is Alex. Over Hi. here to my right is Kyle. Hi. And to his right is me, Chris. Okay, so we're we're talking about movies that, you know, honestly are just kind of. Uh, crazy kind of crazy uh and then maybe it's it's one of those things that we don't like to uh share with people that we we really actually love them so the idea really came from a conversation um about suicide squad coming soon i did not know you were going to say squad in that (laughs) suicide squad about a conversation about suicide it was a a very serious conversation yes we we really we really got into it and we said, hey, movies are cool, too. Let's live for that. <laughs> so Academy Award-winning um, feature film. Well-deserved, but you'll see. Uh, well-deserved. Was it? Mm. Well, we'll, go, we'll, we'll see. We're going to get to the bottom of that. Was it deserved is what you meant to say. Huh? Was it deserved? It wasn't well-deserved. Was it deserved? Was it deserved? Yeah, Suicide Squad is a story about truth, beauty, freedom, but above all, love. Oh, suicide. Uh, suicide Squad? Yeah. I, thought we suicide? Talking, I thought we were talking about Moulin Rouge. Okay, Moulin, 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 Moulin is a Disney film. Let's talk about Moulin Rouge. All right, Moulin Rouge. Hey, new All episode. Right. Moulin Rouge is my recommendation because I'm not sure how I should feel about it. I love it, but do I need to still keep that under under the radar? Is yes. that something I should, I should uh, tell the world that I love, or does that need to be a secret... Uh, that I keep inside. I'd say 76% yes, you should. Okay. Uh, let the world know. Because according to Rotten Tomatoes, it is a 76%. Which is not, not bad. Not bad. You know what? And then, you know, there are films that, you know, are much lower on the spectrum of the tomato meter. Mm. You know, those 10 all percenters. 10 percenters. We all have our 10% movies. You know, somebody's got to be in that 10%. Right, this this has got to be a job for somebody like me. You gotta, I'm in the ten percent. You gotta occupy Wall Street to uh, stand up to that ten percent. Yep, Moulin Rouge. We open up in France. France, yes. Bonjour. All right, I, that's in, my uh, one I don't month. Know of if you know that. French, that's my one month of French classes. France, a town in India. John Leguizamo's French accent in this movie is very good. Mm. All right, um, so got any questions for us, bro? Yes. Yeah, bro. Okay. All right, what did you guys think of the start? Like where he's orchestrating 20th Century Fox? Yes. I actually did enjoy that. That was pretty good. I did not like the THX intro. Okay. Um, growing up, that always scared me as a kid. Oh, really? And to hear that once more after, I think, 10 years of not hearing it, 
brought back some scars, some internal scars, mm-hmm. and really scared me, and mm-hmm. honestly left me chills in the very beginning. Tell me how you feel about that. Gave me a bad, uh, didn't, I did not like the movie. So literally. Kyle says no thanks. So literally. THX. Li- oh, so literally point five milliseconds into the film, you're already done. You're, you're out. I'm already like. Consensus spectacle. made. Or skeptical. Either so one. Automatically both. in I'm the both. top 25 It was. Yeah, of, I'm not in the 10%. I'm in the like 50% of saying this movie's already getting some bad vibes from oh, the THX okay. intro. You're really going to have to make up for your sound system there, movie. Yeah, so. So when, when we open up, what were you guys' initial thoughts? It's, you know, kind of like... Uh, T- taking a water fo- uh, water hose, uh, no, like a fire hose to the eyes mm-hmm. and the senses. That um, is my bad. You could say, one could say, and and uh, so the opening number, Hills Are Alive. No, what, no, no. When did it you guys know this boy. was going to be a different type of film? What? It? it was Nature Boy, though, wasn't it? He That was the first song because he was crying over the typewriter. What's Nature Boy? You, the song Nature Boy. Don't worry. I will pull up the track list. Oh, sweet. Nature Boy is the first song sung in the movie, besides oh. the 20th Century Fox. Let me, uh, let's, let's, let's play it. Moulin Rouge, Nature Boy, David Bowie. Boom. Yeah, All right, initial Boy. thoughts. Initial thoughts. Outside of the, the, the THX. Uh-huh. All right, we're, we're one minute into the movie now. Yes. What, what are your, what are your... I really like the intro. Okay. Um... It was very dramatic. I, I thought um, it's really set a mood, good atmosphere. And I, um, this goes for pretty much the whole movie. Everything dealing with like shots of the town were really nice to look at. Like I couldn't, uh, like that's why a lot of times I couldn't tell if it was miniatures or CGI. I don't really like it when movies start from like the ending. <laughs> Like Moulin Rouge did. Oh, I know, that, right? Like that the, was the scene. Spoiler, uh, yeah, it basically. I love this movie. Yeah, and then you're like, it's. I know it's supposed to do like a full circle thing, but it's like you just ruined the movie for me. Like that. Well, typically, and we're not going to spoil the ending just yet, fellow. Well, listeners. don't worry. The beginning of the movie already <laughs> does. But a lot of times they'll start at right before the end. Mm-hmm. Um, so you never really know if they're just pulling a fast one on you. Mm-hmm. They didn't in this. They one. didn't not no. this time. No, they just spoiler alert. They just went ahead and they tell you. So spoiler alert: one minute in, we find out the ending, or do we? Uh, Satan dies. Satan. That's right. Uh, Satin. <laughs> oh, by the way, okay. So so we're 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 about five minutes into it, and and then this is when my favorite character shows up. Uh, French dwarf, played <laughs> by La- John John Leguizamo. <laughs> I really want that to be my title from here on out. <laughs> French dwarf. French dwarf. Do you know who dwarf is? Does anyone know who dwarf is? Um, he's a Klingon a from Star Trek. Um, were you going somewhere with that? No. Oh, okay. All right. Oh, and so there's this like a character from the '90s, and there, it was like a he came out with a series of DVDs, and he's a comedian. Um, it's like dwarf I thought it was goes, comedian. D- dwarf goes fishing. Dwarf, go- I don't. That's the only one I remember. But is he an like actual goes like fit. small I think guy? Like, no, it's a. Du- it's literally he. It's it's literally what what I believe John Wozama do- was doing, which was 
standing on the knees. So he's just tying some shoes to the to the knees. As so he's pretending to be a dwarf in this series that you're saying talking about. Okay, here's dwarf, you guys. I'm looking at a, a image. So of this a guy picking up a golf club. So and this, his, he's got about, normal human arms. What in the world? Normal That's, human torso. It's kind of mean. And uh, towards short people, like speaking, I'm a tall person, and that, even that's kind of borderline. Oh yeah, like below borderline. <laughs> Stop making <laughs> fun of people different oh, from me. Okay, so we're like five minutes in. Um, then, then it gets to the Molochrish one, and uh, from there. Wait, can we talk about the absence scene? First? Oh yes, yeah, please. Let's, let's, let's talk about that with uh, Tinkerbell and Sound of Music. This uh, little medley of of movies and musicals. For those who may not have known, I am getting this from mentalfloss.com. So mentalfloss, if you're listening, send us your money. And please don't Um, sue us. Yeah. So uh, the laugh, like when the Tinkerbell, what's her face, laughs, she is voiced by Ozzy Osbourne. And he's actually going to be in the movie more in an early draft, Ozzy Osbourne was meant to play the Green Fairy, armed with a giant sitar. Eventually, a gentler version, voiced by Kylie, <coughs> took over that role. But when her eyes turn red and that's she screams, last that's name. Ozzy Osbourne. Yeah, and there's a there's a there's a a, a, a uh, an onslaught, I think you could say, of uh, cartoon sound effects here at the beginning. Yeah, um, I w- I'm not a huge fan of that. I'm yeah, not a, I'm not a huge that. fan of cartoon sound effects, <clears throat> and and like especially if this is supposed to be this dramatic of a movie. Well, that's the thing. That. Like, um, I actually did, like what they. I looked it up, and what essentially they were going for were two things. One, the movie was highly inf- influenced by sort of the Bollywood style of filmmaking because Lars, what's his face, like he was basically he was really influenced by the way they um, the Bollywood movies had sort of a comic slash tragic uh style of storytelling plus how they would just break into song and dance and he just wanted to see if he could pull that off in an american movie and i actually think that's kind of cool it, it made me like it a little more but i it's not so much the fact that it went from dramatic to ridiculous that i had a problem with it's that how drastically the style uh, like the style shift shifted which again I found out he was trying, like, when it was really silly, uh, he was trying to emulate sort of a music video style. But I, I just... Um, Especially with that absence you know, scene, you could definitely yeah. tell there's some music video vibes to it. So I think what you guys are saying in big quotation marks on a movie poster is emotional roller coaster. Yeah. No. I put, uh, what did I put? What did I put? <laughs> Stylistically inconsistent. Which, I mean, that's not completely fair to say because he it was i'll give them this it was at least intentional it's not like a lot of bad movies where it's like they're making just a lot of terrible choices yeah this was an, an intentional choice i just have you guys seen a Boz lerman movie before no i no what no what oh. other movies what are i've well, been planning on seeing this for oh a while. fun fact the costume designer for moulin rouge is married to Baz or Boz. Oh, I, bet, I think that's you know. Honestly, I think that's this. I think she does all of his movies. Yeah, that's. I was gonna comment. Speaking of style, Chris. Oh, you guys cost... have seen Australia though. I did. Oh, Australia. Yeah, yeah. kind of. That was a terrible impression. Australia. It was a great movie. Fun fact, but uh, 
Yeah. Australia Mon. I want to talk about the costumes design. Okay. Which was kind of trippy. Okay. Very steampunkish was yeah. what I picked up. Um, I, a lot I of like pantaloons. I actually have something on that. Um, they, like, there were a lot of very close-up shots of uh, ladies' undergarments in it. That's pantaloons, um, right? Yeah. No, okay. But they actually, uh, as opposed to the original historical, they went a little historically inaccurate because technically it's supposed to like reveal more. You know, Moulin Rouge is with an exclamation point at the end of it. Yes. Mm. So I, uh, you, you can't really say it properly. Wait, is it is it emphasis on the Moulin or Rouge? Red. The Red. Rouge. The I in Moulin is actually an upside down exclamation. It's uh, so you have to say that one with a Spanish accent. Have fun with that one. Come what may. Or okay, you... so so we're 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 in we're in to the movie. All right, we're in the Rouge, the Moulin Rouge. Was this a Broadway show before it became a movie? I think it was straight up just a movie. Just I, I I've never heard of a of a Broadway. Musicality. No, uh, there. Um, the mu- I think there was a Broadway musical released uh, as an adaptation of this. Oh, mm. that's pretty good. So, was this like a poem from someone before? Like, what, or did this came, or did this come straight um, from the mind of? It, uh, it was. Um, it was like a culmination of based on several plays and operas, namely Orpheus, which was like a Shakespeare. I don't know. It's like a. I, I'm not gonna say it on mic. No. Have you looked at the song list? No. Okay, so what are the songs you remember that right. they that they read it? Well, for Nature Boy, because that's Boy. the first song. I didn't. Even, I don't even know. I don't think I've ever heard you that never, song. Oh my gosh, it's it's a great song. Well, you know what? I've heard of Moulin Rouge. <laughs> Nature Boy's way better. Anyway, all right, Nature Boy, uh, okay. Hills Are Alive. Is that the right title for it? Uh, I Sound of Music. Sound of Music. Yeah. Um, come what may. That's not oh, a cover. May. That's an original. Are we talking? I thought you meant all songs. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah, we'll go with all songs. What do you? Oh no, no. I'm talking about cover songs. Cover. Okay. Yeah. What are some covers? Dang. All right. Um, like a version. Yeah. Isn't there a David Bowie song there? There's two David Bowie songs in there. There are. There are at least two. What's I think the there second are, one. I think there are two with a reference to a he, third. Uh, I don't he, remember them singing. Heroes. Isn't that one of them? Yeah. Oh. Heroes okay. is one. Uh, like I said, I think I thought that was. A Wallflowers original. Oh gosh, it was so, a on. Wallflowers no, eventual. No, you're Bowie. That was like the theme for Godzilla 1997. What? I think. What? Oh, it the was Heroes. on that soundtrack. Yeah. yeah. As was. was. Wait, which which Bowie song? Heroes. Well, it was Wallflowers. Wallflowers doing okay. Bowie, which okay. I did not know I'm not, until about two years ago. I don't know too Bowie much song. about David Bowie. I'm just hipster enough to say that I've had just an album on vinyl. I think that's that's the only cover songs I know of that. All right, that how about uh, how about this one? Um, I know one more. What, what are you gonna say? Roxanne. Well, that one, that one, that I could fast forward that scene and like <laughs> Roxanne. Yeah, that that like, guy. I, he was. Oh, did you love it? I he, actually kind of got uh, a kick out of that. So so what's happening in the film? Ewan McGregor is, it's a little hard to follow. He's in this place to try and speak with. He wants to he, learn about love. No, but what is, he, what is he doing in there in the, the first place? Him and his crew, the Hills Are Alive crew, they're tripping on absinthe. Wait, is absinthe a drug? It's no. I, I want to say it's alcohol, but I every time I see it portrayed in movies. It's uh, like a really strong it's version. It's like 
they use it in the medical field a lot. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Okay, so it's probably some sort of medication drugs or something. Yes. So, um, so the elephant scene. We get to the elephant, right? We spent about 30 minutes in that elephant. Well, that brings us to a couple things I really did like. Okay. I actually thought the love, like the dramatic scenes involving the love story, were actually really moving. Because mm-hmm. I, one, uh, I love. I mentioned this before. I love during the slow scenes, especially the nighttime scenes. I really love the atmosphere they set. Like mm-hmm. the um, the score was always. I don't know. It just it fit really well. The acting mm-hmm. was really good. Um, I'll tell you what, just, Nicole Kidman put herself out there. Was yeah, this, I mean she went at, she went for it in a couple of those. Was this before she broke a rib? Was this before Keith oh Urban? In pre Tom Cruise before what? or during Tom Cruise? Is this is this post Cruise pre Urban? Yeah, Urban. Keith, Keith Urban. Urban. I don't. Who made? <laughs> has um. What other movies did Baz uh, Luhrmann um, What Romeo, Romeo plus Juliet, right? Not Baz. So <laughs> shut your mouth. Did you say write or direct? The Great Gatsby. Oh. He wrote The Great Gatsby. He <laughs> wrote Romeo and Juliet. Liars. No, okay. But who Australia. Di- what else did he direct? The Book Besides of Australia. He directed all four of those. Gatsby okay. being his latest release. Has it been really? That's the, like the the last movie he's done. I think so. so. Dang, hurry! Come on, Baz, create something new. Gosh. Hey, you know what? You can't rush art. Who said that? Toy Story Two. I know. Well, not the, the actual movie. The old dude, the prospector. No, no, the. Uh, oh in... yeah. Old guy who like also Queen's played chess Woody. against himself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. old guy mm-hmm. McGee. I didn't really like some of the graphics about like when he would start singing and like all of Paris lit up. That's that was in my notes. That's I really think there good. was that one scene when he hit the high note. Oh, I thought that was funny. And like yeah. all of Paris lit up. I was like, oh come uh, on. You know, honestly, was... probably one of my favorite things is like when the moon is is <laughs> yes. soloing in the back. Yes. Moon's got a great voice, kind of great voice. He's the one that carried this movie. You know, he was if a I was star. That, would you say this movie oh, felt older or or did it feel pretty did it age well? Did it since, has it stood the Cuz it's like time. 16 years old now. I I could see The dramatic moments, yes. The funny moments, yeah, not no. so much. This was like aging Cody. Cuz honestly, the funny. cinematography for the funny scenes where it's like zooming into people's faces like abruptly yeah. felt very 90s like I will say kids movie. I wasn't like it was kind of a cheesy. We're not movie. there yet. Uh, on on a scale of one to ten, Nicole Kidman's voice. Six. I think she was a, a hard six. I think it's like pretty good. Nothing like super insane. I would say Ian McGregor is about a nine in this though. His yeah. his voice yeah. sounded he, he amazing. Really stood out on that one. What yeah. about um? What about uh, John Leguizamo? That's accent? exactly what I was gonna say. <laughs> on a scale like of a one to ten. <laughs> it, it's a wolf. This is the part. <laughs> It's all about wow. My name is Don Lecosimo. <laughs> okay, so they they uh they they start having this uh, relationship behind the scenes. Uh, the Duke who's financing this finds out he's been duped. <laughs> oh, more like more like the dupe of Mon. Can we um watch a movie with Americans next time? Maybe exactly make America great again. Whoa, mag is basically I mean, what we're trying to say. Are we maga? Mm. Um, make France. 
I don't pronounceable like how... again. Forgot. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I don't really like how they made like a time period, like a time period movie. They and yet they still played modern music or modern. Quote, See, unquote. I love that. It's juxtaposition. It's... Like it was just weird to see. <laughs> He's people... the best at it Let because me write guess that down what? So I can pronounce. Like it was just weird. Even these American words are killing me now. <laughs> He did a great job with it in Romeo and Juliet. I just didn't like... I don't like seeing people dressed in clothes from like the 1800s and they're singing Like a Virgin by Madonna. It's just not... It doesn't... It I, clashes. There, there are some gems. Like The Clash. There are some gems and there are some not as shiny uh, salt stones that salt are a little stones? bit more difficult to listen to and then there are some that are great. So we are uh, we're we are nearing the end. The whole time, you we know, did, you, you, you know, they, they 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 do the whole the whole movie trope, where you know somebody coughs into a to a to a uh, handkerchief. We also end and up we at the see rouge the on the handkerchief. We all know what that means. Red. Tell you what, if I ever cough up blood, go ahead and start. You know, I'll kill you right preps. away, man. Because uh, do it into a rag. Apparently, I'm going to be dying. Like if a I, gentleman, hey, or a lady, I carry around handkerchiefs still. Yeah. Good. And if, have you ever coughed rouge into one? All the time. Whenever I tell you I, what, if rouge ever I work, ever pours I just... out of your nose, brain aneurysm. You're going to have one. It's just a fact. If just the color according red, to the movies, like just the color red comes out of your nose. <laughs> um. So, like a virgin, I feel like. Rouge one. That song was a little more on the nose than the others were. <laughs> that scene. Oh gosh, that was just such an. The whole movie was just awkward, but that scene in particular, or that segment, or whatever you want to call it, montage. I don't know. Montage. Montage. That's also a French term. Cool. I think. Cool. Um, Satine, we're at the ending. Um, was the show it, must go on. Was this po- I do have a side question though. Was this as popular? as La La Land, like back in 2001. Oh, that's a good question. Like, because it was musicals, and would you consider this like the last musical before La La Land happened? Was it um, as well received as La La Land? Well, let me see. By it, box office. Box standards. office? It, opening weekend was 167000 How much did it take to make this movie? 50. Oh, jeez. By um, April 22, they broke even. They made a $7 million on it. It received eight Oscars. On nominations. <laughs> <laughs> hey, just like La La Land. <laughs> this movie's as good as Suicide Squad. I think we can agree on that. Um, I have not seen Suicide Squad, so... Oh, okay, okay. So it's two against one, Alex. We'll call it... Well, I equal the height of two people, so... Mm. So it's... Uh, Three of two. I, I equal half. the height of three out John of three. Leguizamos. <laughs> Give it three John Leguizamos. Yep, I equal the height of three. Eh, all, right, all right, what would you say this movie's about? Okay, wait, so uh, we're at the movie's ending. Love, Everything's man. great. Spoiler alert, here we go. Uh, Satine dies. The movie wraps up beautifully. Does it? And uh, an amazing film. You're crying. You're laughing. Am you're, I? You're... You're snuggling. I will say, I really the box during the uh, scene where, like, the climax where the gun is just bouncing off everything. I really thought he was going to accidentally shoot her. Yep. 
And I feel I was like that would have been nuts. I feel like that would have been a better ending than the way it went down. For okay. a while, I thought, like, when I was researching this, I thought they were saying that this was supposed to be in India, which, I mean, I guess I should have known based on all the shots of the Eiffel Tower that it was not. <laughs> but, um... I actually think they did it. I actually think Boz truly delivered. In the end, I really felt so... Like a Boz. Because it was, like, so huge. <laughs> so he, he uh, nails it, and uh, and then you're, no, you're left with it at the end, um, just with a poetic uh, ending for the ages. I was not a huge fan of how it got super serious so quickly. Mm-hmm. I was like, whoa, wait, what? And overall, overall, what are the things you uh, did not like about it? I didn't like how... When in the serious moments, it was being interrupted by a funny joke every now and again. Mm-hmm. I was like, "Keep it serious." If you're like Marvel movies, yeah, but like seriously though, that's what they were going for. They made a terrible or very sad ending, terribly sad ending, and it was like almost interrupted by John Lermes or whatever or what is his name? Lamborghini. Because he saves the day in the end. He plays a very important role. Yeah, he pivotal role saved He's everyone. Like, all right, so what do you think, Chris? This is a very hard movie to judge based on one viewing, just because um, I could it's a that. lot to it's a lot of sensory overload. But mm-hmm. what the um, the the parts of the movie I liked, I really liked. Um, like I can't I can't um, go on about how much I love the like love story enough. Like I thought yeah. it was really uh, atmosphere was great, acting was great. I guess the only thing I didn't like was that the funny scenes when it was executed well was act- they were really funny. Like mm-hmm. I thought there was some solid humor in it. The sensory overload felt almost like a Nickelodeon show or something. Mm-hmm. I would say where I'm standing right now, I kind of land on the Rotten Tomatoes rating. Like I give it somewhere in the 70s. Mm-hmm. I did like the musical scenes. I will yeah. say that I loved the dance routines. That was pretty impressive. Mm-hmm. Like those take a lot of like choreography and so whoever did the choreography on that i applaud you i love you and i thought the uh the scene where they're trying to like cover in front of the duke like they're all like the whole crew is just like sitting there singing to him Mm -hmm. and just like i mean that whole scene in general i thought that was really funny Mm -hmm. um and again i love the set pieces like Mm -hmm. that uh the elephant thing that they lived that she lived in that was a really cool set piece Mm -hmm. I think this movie, like what I what I like the most about it, I think, is and this really is, has everything to do with uh, Boz Lerman's like directing ability and stuff. This movie really knows what it is. I think you know honestly, I thought that you know the way that they flip the serious ending towards uh, at the end was super quick, but it worked for me. Um, in a lot of ways. So I'd say I'm deep into that 76. If you like weird, if you like covers, if you enjoy absinthe, Who if doesn't? you're a fan of Tinkerbells, shaking, shaking rumps, yeah. if you've got huge talent, we got to make France um, great again, you guys. Does anyone have any closing statements before we do the final verdict? It, I just want to say it was a privilege to watch... This film was it again? Well, how long has Thank it been? You, how long has it been since you've seen this movie? Oh man, at least six years or eight. 
Wow. All right. Good one. No, maybe more. Maybe like 12. Ooh. Maybe more. Right. Maybe, maybe like, like 40. 50. Just 1899. Well, it was said uh, in the 1890s. So. Yep. <laughs> so. Chris? Okay. I'm not head over heels in love with it, but I can see its merit. Without giving too much away, one um, movie on my list is Across the Universe. And I will say, in areas where Across the Universe failed to implement the music into the story, I feel like this was much more successful. Oh, that's good. I would, I would say I would watch it again because there were, it was a lot to take in yeah. in a very short amount of time. And I had no idea like what I was going into. Mm-hmm. First time I've ever heard of it. First time. Yeah. So I would definitely watch it again. And my opinion could change. I don't yeah. know. So I declare it not guilty. So I should not feel guilty for for enjoying Moulin Rouge. No. At this stage where I'm at right now, I would say you should feel guilty. Oh, okay. Yeah. You should hide that. You should hide that like thing. a boss. Yeah. Like or a watch boss. it in my closet. <laughs> <laughs> like a boss. Yeah. Well, uh, you got two out of three, so that's good. Okay. All right. All right. So world, this is not guilty. All right, so this one's not guilty. Moulin Rouge one. You've been listening to the Not Guilty podcast. This is Alex. Uh, this is Chris. And this is Kyo. Saying thanks for 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 listening. And bye.